0: Some curious decisions made by the Milwaukee Brewers on Tuesday night. At the top of the list, I am still Freylik was in that starting lineup. We'll get to that. Burns' performance, a 4-3 loss, a late rally, a little too late. And we'll look at Wednesday's finale against the Reds. All that coming up next here on Locked On Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, I see you out there. I see your tweets. I see your tweets out there. I, I see we are on the same page. When that lineup came out on Tuesday night, when it hit Twitter or wherever, you get your lineup Facebook or you know on the broadcast itself. You all were thinking the same thing I was. Where was Sal Frelick in that starting lineup? Sal Frelick is hitting over 500. Where was he? On a lineup that's got a bunch of guys hitting 200. Where was was Sal Frelick not in that lineup? Bring it to that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Burns pitched his heart on, I thought, again. You know, six strong innings. Should have got him a win. That lineup was futile tonight. And uh, we'll get into the finale against the Reds and some other curious decisions, curious decisions made during the course, I should say, latter part of the game by both sides, both managers. You're like, huh? It starts though with the Fralick and him not being allowed. But we get that in just a second. My name is Chuck Freeman. Thanks for joining me here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. We are here Monday through Friday. Half hour, talking Brewers baseball with you every single day. Talking about our favorite team here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. I'm a longtime sports talk show host in Milwaukee. Been covering the Brewers for over 30 years, actually 40 years, for AP Radio. So, And I've lived in Wisconsin all my life covering this team, watching this team as a fan, going to games. So I have a passion for the team just like you. Just like you. You can follow me on Twitter, Chuck Freeman. F-R-E-I-M-U-N-V. And trust me, I read all your tweets. My life is centered around Brewers baseball covering the team. It's my job. So I read your tweets. I read what's going on. I read what you're talking about. Again, follow me on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Follow us along on your various plat- platforms to download this fine podcast. Google, Spotify, Apple. Amazon, we're all on all those apps, all the major ones. We're all there. Just look up Lockdown Brewers. We're the number one podcast, number one Brewers podcast on the internet for a reason, because of you guys out there. You make us the number one Brewer podcast. You everydayers out there who follow us along on Twitter, on the platforms, or download us on YouTube, the video version. Here we are. Go to YouTube, go to Lockdown Brewers, hit the subscribe button, hit that little alert button there. That little bell there, it's going to alert you every time we drop an episode on Lockdown Brewers. In fact, on the audio platforms, there's got to be something on there too that's going to let you know that every time we drop an episode here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. All right, Sal Freilich. I don't know. I, I, I look at Sal, and I look at him, and I see a guy who Saturday had three hits in his first game as a member of the Milwaukee Brewer. Sunday was smart enough to see that there was not anybody over at third base and dropped a single down the third base line. When everybody, Nobody else in baseball can beat the shift. I, I think our guy, Sal Freilich, figured it out on, on Sunday. And then Monday hits a game-tying home, home run in the sixth inning. So he's been productive, and he's been playing good defense every one of those three games. Rocky even said on the broadcast, boy, doesn't that look good to see our a guy hitting 568 or whatever it was. Was over 500 at the time. Doesn't that look great? So when Craig Council, regardless who's pitching, a lefty, a righty, an octopus, I don't care. Doesn't matter who's pitching. If I see, okay, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, this guy was productive in all three games, unless I know, unless there's an injury I don't know about that he didn't start. But as far as I know, Monday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday he was productive at all three of those games. Now, the Reds are pitching a left-hander, Andrew Abbott, and Frelich is a left-hander. Still, I don't care. Gee, who am I going to go with? Somebody else who's batting 199 on this team? No. Hey, Sal Frelich has been productive in all three of those games. Maybe I should play. Oh, there's left-hander pitching there, Craig. Counts? Well, no, but I would think that, you know, still. Who am I going to put in there? The rest of my guys are hitting 201 on this team. Let's put in this kid that we just brought up because he has factored in every one of these games so far, offensively and defensively. We need to ride him out. What made him come to the office on Tuesday night and say, well, okay, we're playing the first place Cincinnati Reds. Well, I should say the second place Cincinnati Reds. They're half game out. I am going to sit Sal Fralick today. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Again, lefty, righty, I don't care. I'll take my chances with this kid in the lineup. I mean, is he going to be the next Ted Williams? We don't know. But he's got the hot hand. Ride him out, put him in the lineup. Now, he appeared later in the game. He drew a couple of walks. He factored in again, even though he didn't start. The guy's got a high baseball IQ. You found a way to get Jones in at second base. You found a way to get Monasterio in the lineup again. Perkins. All right. How do you not get him in the lineup? I just don't know that way of thinking. I don't. I don't get that. Understand, I don't understand the overthinking. That's done. And then Freilich later came in and drew a couple of walks. I'm not saying having Freilich in would have meant the game here. But still, give yourself a better chance. Put Fre- Ride him out, as we say. Ride it out few other things tonight. Now, in the ninth inning, uh, Brewers were, were down 4 nothing. Now, David Bell makes a big mistake. A couple of guys get on after two outs, and he does not go to his closer. He stays with his reliever, Duarte, who gives him a three-run homer to Christian Yelich. Why would you do that? The Brewers are rallying with two outs. Go to your closer. You've struggled against the Brewers. What are you thinking? Now, that's a Reds problem right there. They went to Diaz, who put a couple of guys on, including a hit-by-pitch of Adamas, but then got Monasterio to fly out to end the game, which brings me to our next managerial decision. Monasterio batting. Why is Monasterio batting fourth? He's batting like 285. But the one thing that Jesse Winker has been able to do on this team is pinch hit. He's five of twelve pinch hitting, with two, with two walks. So I got Jesse Winker, a left. If you want to play percentages, you had the right hander Diaz out there against Monasterio, the right hander. Why not take your chances with Jesse Winker? I'm not saying I, you know, Jesse Winker is the end of the earth either. But my God, the guy. At least the one thing he's doing right for you is pinch hitting. Coming up, we got a clench hit on, on Monday, just in the ninth inning. All right. This is probably the first time anybody has said, use Jesse Winker. And now council was asked after the game, did you think about using Jesse Winker at all in the ninth inning? And counsel worked his way around the question and refused. Nobody really pressed him on it because they didn't want to get belittled at all. So I get that. That's what happens with coaches and managers. You don't press these guys because these guys have a way to turn it on you. So, but yes, why wasn't Je- was Jesse hurt? Is that the reason why he didn't pitch hit there in the ninth inning? First and second, you you ran Monasterio out, but you had enough confidence in Monasterio in the cleanup spot, I guess. But again, if you want to go righty-righty, you're going to keep Monasterio out there. And he flew out to end the game. So again, Jesse Winker, one thing he does is pinch hit does it well that's his new role on this team that's what he's there for if he's not going to pinch hit for you in that situation and you're not going to start him why is he on the team another poor offensive showing for the brewers uh they you know people are going to look at the box score and see four three loss and then they're going to look and see the brewers did put up a late rally and win uh we'll talk about Burns' performance coming up next We'll talk about that another night where they couldn't score for him. Unreal. Uh, This show is brought to you by one of our great new sponsors, Sleeper. Sleeper here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper, fantasy sports. Betting on fantasy sports. Here we go. Want a chance to win more money with less picks. Head to Sleeper, you can win up 100 times your money with just two or more fantasy baseball picks. You could take a variety of players up to eight. Win 100 times your money on daily fantasy baseball. Sleeper is offering 100 times payout up to eight pick contests. Choose as many as eight players, more or less, on your favorite baseball stats, strikeouts, home runs, hits. If If you figure you got the Brewers figured out, okay, sometimes they're easy to figure out. Get in on this MLB sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Get your picks right, and you could win big. But if you're going to do this sleeper, which I advise you to do, use the promo code Locked On. You'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms for all the details. It's currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Swing for the fences with Sleeper. Use that promo code Locked On. Dynamic payouts are live. You get higher payouts than other apps with less picks with Sleeper. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network, where every day we are talking Brewers baseball with you here on Lockdown Brewers. And the Brewers and Reds will wind up the final game of their three-game set. Afternoon game at AmFam Field coming up on... Wednesday afternoon, one ten with that first pitch. SiriusXM, the SXM app, search Brewers. You're going to get all one sixty two of the Brewers and whomever on Sirius and SiriusXM app. Again, search Brewers, Brewers and Reds coming up on Wednesday morning. Thank you, all you everydayers out there who make us the number one Brewer Pad podcast on the ed- internet. Uh, we're the number one podcast out there. You follow us on all the daily platforms: Google, Spotify. You know, favorite us on there, however you can. Go to YouTube, find us on Lockdown Brewers, hit the subscribe button. We want to be your information, news, and commentary about our favorite sports team, the Milwaukee Brewers, the first-place Brewers, who are hopefully going to hold on to first place because the winner of the Brewers and Reds on Wednesday is going to be in first place in the NL Central. We're going to get to all that coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers, including. The starting pitching. I'm going to get to Burns' performance next because I thought Burns pitched well enough to win this game. And he said so himself. We'll get to that next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman. Good to have you along. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us here on Lockdown Brewers. I'll be at the game Wednesday afternoon, running the new fans out there. It's going to be a warm one out there. Okay. But now again, you, know, you get a little overheated in the sun there. At Ampham Field, it's, it doesn't get hot as hot as Amf- in, uh, in Amfam in Ampham as it did the old County Stadium, but it does still get warm. Hey, give yourself a breather. Walk, you know, back by the concession stands and that club section up there. Go in the air-conditioned area. Hey, don't. Your life is not worth just uh, you know going out there and bearing the 95 degree temperatures. Take a breather. Walk. Drink some water. Drink plenty of water, liquids. Get that you. Um, because it's going to be a hot one out there if you're going out there Wednesday, and of course, uh, we'll have all the news and commentary on Locked On Brewers following the game right here on the Locked Podcast Network. Corbin Burns said it himself after the game, said nine times out of ten, I'm going to win that game. He went six innings, allowed three hits, two runs. Yeah, that should be good enough to win the game. He had his, did not have his best stuff. He admitted after the game, did not have his best stuff. But a great pitcher, a sign of a great pitcher, is when you don't have your best stuff, you can still go out there and be productive. And he was. Again, six innings, three hits. But you knew after he gave that second run, it was going to be one of these nights for the Milwaukee Brewers. Up and down that lineup, they could not get anything going until the ninth inning. And the Brewers made it interesting because David Bell would not go to his closer until he had to, until he just very had to at the end. Had the Reds lost that game, oh, my goodness. Oh, Reds' Twitter would have exploded. The boys on lockdown Reds would have had a field day on that one. But, uh, yeah, Burns, I still thought that was a great performance. Now, some people might say, well, it's only six innings, but six innings, three hits. I thought it, he, he gave his team a chance to win, and that's all you want. He gave his team his chance to win. He said, again, nine times out of ten, I'm going to come out a winner on that game. Offense didn't do the job. Yellich had three hits, though. Going opple on that last at-bat just crushed it to left field. That that reminded me of the old Christian Yellich right there. It did. And I, and I think that's often referred to. But do you know with his 15th home run, he surpassed last year's home run total already? 15 home runs. On his way to 30? Is Yell going to get over 30 this year? He should. He's got all the talent to do it. He's got all the talent to do it. Uh, Abbott was tough on the mound for the Reds. He was. The Brewers had got him twice previous. So this was the third time inside of a month that they have faced him. That's a lot. And he had the upper hand. I think it was nine strikeouts for him. Six innings. Really, really good. Really good. Um I still can't get over though Freylich despite Abbott being out on the hill. How Freylich started this game on the bench. And he still was productive with two walks. All right, let's get to some of your tweets. What some of you had to say here. Holy cow, you've had a lot to say. Uh let's pick out some of the some of the ones here. Um Brewer Rye says on Jones. Who's playing second base? I don't know why Jones is playing second base tonight. Terang, given a day off. Get another left hander out there. Terang, giving a day off. I don't care if he's given some rest. Thursday's a rest day. It's a travel day for the Brewers. They're going to Atlanta, playing Atlanta on Friday. I don't see why Terang was not in this lineup. At the very least, he gives us a great defense. Terang, I think, it would have been fine just in this lineup. So they went with Jones, and he struck out twice. Give, again, give it away at best. I would, I just think sometimes counsel, and yeah, he can only go with the hand that he's dealt with. But sometimes some of these guys who should be a triple A, he has a little bit too much confidence in. I don't know. I'd have a tough time if Fralick was in the lineup tonight, keeping. I don't know. Terrence said one ninety nine. I know, but I'd rather have him in there than Jones. Plus, defensively, he's great. A uh, Hag says, Craig needs to stop altering the lineup every night. I get he's trying to find that lineup that's actually going to produce, but stop putting random guys in high leverage spots. Also, I'm tired of this lefty, lefty stuff. Frederick needs to be in this lineup tonight. A uh, Hags, you and I, this could be my birder account. That's how good of a tweet that was and how much I agree with it on it. Yeah, he's mixing and matching. Again, this is, he's, he's trying to go in the hand he's dealt with here. Poor Craig. But he's rotating guys in that fourth spot. Because they don't have a fourth-place hitter. When that August 1st deadline comes next Tuesday, and they don't get themselves a legitimate, heart-of-the-order guy, that tells me this team really isn't serious about winning. Okay? Last year, when they traded Hater, that told me they weren't serious about getting to the postseason. If they go out and do nothing or get themselves a bargain basement, Somebody off the scrap heap, the bat cleanup. Like the Brewers went out and got Jerry Rice to pitch in 1989 because they didn't have any money to spend in a pennant race. Like the old Bud Sealy days. Is that where we're down to? No. Let's uh let's pick yourself up a hitter. CJ Crone would be nice. Grychik would be nice. Couple of guys you could maybe put in the heart of the order there. Better than we got. We don't want to be running out monasterio and some of those guys. And Contreras, God bless him. When he's not catching, he's DHing because he has to. I don't think that was part of the game plan when they brought him here. But he's been so productive, he's been one of the more productive hitters. Contreras has got to be in DHing if he's not catching because you can't take his bat out of the lineup. You got to keep him in there. You got to keep him in there. You got to. You have to. Um, so, but by next Tuesday, I'm telling you right now, if they do not get themselves a heart of the order guy, that to me shows they're not serious about going far and winning this division, heart of the order guy. And again, no scrap heap, no guy who's 43 years old, retired, and they feel like they, you know, they're bringing them back from the Korean league. None of that, you know? None of those reclamation projects. All right. But that was a great tweet. Hags, you're right on. Uh, what else? Well, I'll tell you what. We'll get to more of these tweets coming up. I gotta take a break. Uh, SiriusXM and the XXMX XM map has the Brewers and Reds coming up on Wednesday afternoon. 110 of that first pitch every game of the Brewers and the Brewers and the Reds. The final time for this series, uh, and the final time of the season they're meeting. Uh, 110 coming up on Wednesday afternoon. And of course, all you everydayers, thank you very much for following us along on Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day on our various platforms Google, Spotify, Apple, the major ones out there. I list them all on my Twitter account, Chuck Freeman, F R E I M U N D. And of course, download us on YouTube, Locked On Brewers. Hit the subscribe, hit the bell. You'll find us right there on Locked On Brewers. We'll get to some of your tweets and look ahead to Wednesday's pitching matchup. Between the Brewers and Reds, that's next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Greg, when the game was 4-0, game over, 4-0, no offense again for the Brewers. Yep. When that home run was hit there in the ninth inning, I get it. Harley says, number one, why are Telez and Winker on this team? I think the number one question on Brewers Twitter is always, why is Winker on this team? Number two, I mean, I think why Telez and, and Winker in the same. I mean, those I think that's obvious. Why are they? I and mean, there's that the, that that goes without saying. Number two is why is Adamus hitting third when he should be batting seventh. He's this is Council messing around with his order because who else is to get up at third? He's got his two best hitters hitting one and two right now tonight. Yelich and Contreras. After that, you mix and match. At least the is hitting third because he's leading the team in home runs. He's got some pop. Yeah, does he look bad at the plate sometimes? Yes. Is he bad? No, man. I didn't think it was going to be this bad offensively, and I didn't think they were going to be relying on this this many young guys when the season ended last year. I thought they'd, I, I they probably the bet we're going to expect more on a Jesse Winker because he had destroyed them when he was at the Reds. And last year, I think they just considered that a downlink not down year. Uh, you know, Colton Wong is not doing very good at the Mariners. So that trade right now is a wash. Our the guy we got and the guy we gave away both are not are not playing well. So they kind of washed each other out. Um let's see if I can get one more tweet in here. Uh, ben says this is the most pathetic major league lineup. Uh-huh. All right, you're not lying, Josh. Looks like Sal will never play against lefties. Well, he didn't play tonight against the lefty. Uh, Dan says, this game is a perfect example of what the Brewers are. A bunch of 200 hitters with a solid pitching staff. Uh, Colby says, at least you have Perkins to protect Jones in the lineup. Oh, wait, never mind. Uh, Tomorrow, tomorrow starters, Freddie Peralta. Mitt says, I have zero confidence in Freddie, zero. Freddie Peralta gave up two home runs in his last start. That was against the Braves. He got tagged pretty well in the second, third inning of that start. It uh, was not good. Yeah, he got hit hard. Um, was not good start. He's 6-8. and eight. He's got an ERA of 4.72. He's had some good and some bad. Let's hope it's good Freddie Peralta on Wednesday. And finish it out, having won ten of thirteen against the Reds this year. The Brewers have already clinched, having won the tiebreaker. Remember that tiebreaker count—the uh, head-to-head counts as a tiebreaker. So, at least they got that. But imagine dominating your opponent as much as you are, your second-place team. Yet you've dominated these guys, and you're only a half a game ahead of them. You're nine and three against them. Yet you're only a half a game. The winner of Wednesday's game will be in first place in the NL Central. How about that? The Reds being a half game out. They're coming back with Ben Lively. He's a guy who had not pitched since 2019, uh, went through a few injuries, is back. He's four and five. He pitched his last um, the last time the Brewers were in Cincinnati. He pitched on that Sunday, he left after four innings. They get cramps. He's got a four and five record, 3.88 earned run average. A no decision, 6Ks in his last time out. All right, let's get these guys, finish it up, go into the day game on Thursday. Might look to get a special guest on Thursday. A blast from the past, if you know what I'm saying. My name is Chuck Freeman. Thank you, everybody, for joining me on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. We'll be here Wednesday night, dropping the podcast, talking Brewer baseball with you, wrapping it up, and looking ahead to the weekend.